Going from strength to strength is this Zolani Tete. He now has a chance to work with the Mayweather camp. They've clearly been impressed with what they saw. And as I said, there is a lot at stake here. He stands to win 10 million US dollars. He is two fights away from winning 10 million US dollars. And you heard uh, what it means to him and how it would change his life if he goes all the way. And there's no doubt that he can go all the way there, Zolani Tete. And as um, as we are hearing this interview, I'm actually on, um, also on social media and there's a group, boxing group called him Da El Boxing and uh, Zolani Tete has just landed in East London and it is crazy what is happening here. It looks like scores of people have turned out to welcome him home. I can see the pictures. I can't even spot Zolani because there are so many people at the East London Airport and we all know how small, um, is, well, yeah, how small, how tiny it is, East London Airport, of course. And it is packed with Zolani Tete supporters. They are carrying placards, they are carrying cut boxes somebody is uh, carrying a fake belt there and uh, yeah that's what he means to the people of uh, of Islanda and Nemtanza and of course Mecca of boxing Uzolani Tete and I think he deserves everything that is coming his way up next though we're going to move and turn our attention to uh, uh, football and to find out why did people not attend the Bafana Bafana game uh, at the FNB stadium it was so empty we were told that 15,000 people would, had bought tickets but it turns out that not more than 5,000 people showed up so we're going to discuss that and please if you are one of those who has something to add to this topic feel free to call us on 0891 but we do have a guest in studio Stuart Marcella is with us in studio he's the MD at EXP a sponsorship and marketing agency and he'll give us his views on what's gone wrong or what needs to be done to get people to return to the stadium at SAFM radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter so now let's talk about the disappointing turnout at the FNB Stadium where Bafana Bafana took on the Seychelles and we're trying to find out what the attributing factors could be. It's not only this game, but as I said, also the previous qualifier in Devon was poorly attended and we have invited uh, Stuart Marcella, the MD at EXP, uh, to come and talk to us and help us understand what has gone wrong and what needs to be done. We've also we also invited Safa. Uh, they declined. They actually couldn't even tell us if they have a marketing department or not. Uh, something that I find very bizarre because we wanted to find out what kind of marketing was done for 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 this game if maybe that's the problem they did though refer us to stadium management who will join the conversation later on uh, but for now Stuart Marcella joins us in studio Stu good evening and thank you for finally joining us in studio we've spoken to you uh, a couple of times over the phone good evening Tavis and good evening to the listeners 5,000 fans turned up for the game. It is surely very disappointing for a national team especially in a 90,000 seater is that how you look at it also I think firstly, let's start by looking at the team and how it performed. Okay. You know, the last two games the national team played there, they won 3-1 against Burkina Faso. They won 6-0. So slowly the results are coming. The results are there, you know. But the turnout, yes, was disappointing and didn't back up the football. Now, now, now! Before we get into what's causing this uh, this turnout, this low turnout, we were told. I mentioned earlier that fifteen thousand tickets were sold earlier in the week. Could rain have put off ten thousand people not to come after they've after they bought their ticket, or is it false advertising? I think I think let's start let's start with with what are the problems that you know come with 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 our football and the national team. You know, let me start by saying, Bafana Bafana is an iconic brand. And I think we both can agree that, yep. you know, and, 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 and iconic brands need to do a lot of stuff to sustain themselves, you know, um, and it's not just results that, that uh, makes the iconic brands work. So 
I know that tonight we're going to focus a lot on marketing, mm-hmm. but I think maybe let's it's 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 better for us to highlight to the people and and some people I think the callers will will attest to this is that there are some other issues that need to be dealt with, you know, and 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 hopefully Safa should have been here to come and and deal with that. Firstly, you look at the inconvenience of getting to a game. Mm. The security and the logistics around it. For a lot of people that have been to the game, they come back and they complain that the traffic was not flowing. They couldn't get into the stadium. They couldn't get into their seats. So that's a that's that's one challenge, you know. For those that have taken the time to come to the game, you're also not giving them the experience that 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 they need. Secondly, football is is entertainment, mm-hmm. and it can't just be about the 90 minutes. Yes, the 90 minutes is important, but what do you do around the 90 minutes? that makes people to come with their families to come and watch the game. Am I going to take my, my kids because there's face painting, there's jumping castles, for them to be entertained outside of the football game? You know, do I have a, an environment that, that's family friendly for me? You know, do I have music that goes with it? You know, we all watch football on TV and it goes with music, but you expect people to go to the stadiums and they don't get live music. Mm. They don't get good music. And I'm not talking about one or two artists running on the field at halftime. But you can't even hear the sound. You exactly. can't even hear the songs I'm, that they're singing. I'm talking about putting up a proper show, you know, to make sure uh, that stuff like uh, stuff like that work. And you can see it in other sports. It's happening already. You know, you, you, you watch the NBA, you go there. The entertainment around yeah. the game is what's important. So Bafana needs to get to that level. Because Bafana, as an iconic brand, it's not a, a local club that plays week in and week out. It's an event. It's an outing. People want to go to an outing to come to come watch to come watch Bafana Bafana. And that's the, the the kind of stuff that that needs to be happening. Think of it as an event. You you're playing a few games a year. Mm-hmm. You can plan much better. Mm-hmm. You know, we on the seventeenth of November, Bafana are playing Nigeria. At home. Right? A crucial qualifier. Yeah. Right? But I'm let's not even talk about that game. Because it's FIFA calendar week. Three days later, it's an international friendly day. We don't know who Bafana are playing. Yeah, well, it happened also last month where Bafana just played Libya and then there was no second game after that and we could not get answers. And people wanted to know why is Bafana not playing a second game because everybody was playing a second game. So you think also that could be part of the contributing factors, no consistency. But but think about it. Think about this national team and think how iconic it was. Yes. They played Brazil, they played Argentina, Germany, yeah. USA. Spain. And, and those are friendly games yes. that they build a, a, a across this team. So you could do that if you're going to keep the team at, at FNB Stadium for 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 all our national games now, and then you say to people, you buy your ticket for this game against Nigeria, and you get a discount or for the next game against a top class team. Mm-hmm. You know, then people will start coming to the game. So you need to look at it as a full package. So that's th- those are some of the things that you know problems that or things that needs to be discussed. And each has it's a specialist area that you need to start looking into but i'm here as a sponsorship and a marketing person mm. so I'd, I'd really like to focus on marketing and we talk about other issues as well i've got to say though i'm one of the people who get disillusioned uh, by going to the stadium just because of how long it takes and the traffic and just how messy it is and nobody can able to is able to sort it out even if i've got a media ticket and a media pass we still struggle to get i can see the stadium sometimes and it'll take me two hours to get to the gate and, and sometimes I go with my kid who's seven and I felt that it's unfair on him that we're waiting in traffic for two hours. But when we go to Loftus or when we go to Ellis Park to go watch rugby, no such problems. And you'll find that there are more people at the rugby stadium than even at the soccer, but the soccer seems, can't seem to get it right. Talk to me about this iconic brand. Are you saying that it's still an iconic brand? And why is it still an iconic brand or was it an iconic brand, Bafana Bafana? I'm, I'm saying 
your national team needs to be better and bigger than your clubs. Mm-hmm. Your national team actually by winning the 96 tournament, by playing well in 98, by going to World Cups, by qualifying for major tournament, that is what was bringing the nation together. That is what made people to come. Even your, your guy who, 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 who does not support local clubs or won't go to the game is the guy who, for the national team, they will come out. You know? And that person, we've seen that person around 2010. Yeah. But the experience that that person had around 2010 in terms of transportation, there's a train station across the stadium. There's a Reavaya bus lane across the stadium. But the flow, as you say, for people just to get into the stadium, it's, dif- it's difficult. So that's what I'm talking about, the inconvenience of getting to a game. That needs to be sorted out. Sort that stuff out. It's almost like behind-the-scenes kind of stuff mm. that you need to make it seamless for the fan to be able to get into the stadium. Mm. And let's, you mentioned performance earlier on. Um, how big a factor is, before we get into the marketing, how big a factor is performance? So, so if I go back to the issue of, of these iconic brands, is that, you know, the brand that you follow, you hope that if, if it does not deliver on, on expectation at a particular time, but you can see that they're striving and working hard to deliver on that brand promise. Mm-hmm. But over the years, our team, unfortunately, has not been delivering on that promise by not qualifying for this major tournament. Yeah. For people not knowing that the game on Saturday, was it a World Cup qualifier or was it an AFCON qualifier or was it a friendly? Actually, somebody asked me today, was that a friendly or a real match? So, 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 so that then comes to the whole issue around communication and marketing, which I think we will touch a little bit later on. But this iconic brand needs to know, and the people who are managing the brand need to know that you need to make a difference with this brand. You, you can't just let it be. It's not just another football game. <laughs> it's the national team playing to qualify for AFCON. You know, the, the, the hype around it, the control. Uh, in our football, unfortunately, the control of the brand is not sitting with football anymore. Mm-hmm. The control of the brand is sitting with sponsors. And it is, has happened that way for such a long time. Now that people don't know anymore, Who's in control, right? So, MTN8, mm-hmm. final. Everybody was like, why do you take the game to Devon? But also, these two teams are not popular. Mm-hmm. But there was a turnout because there was a lot of marketing around it. Yes. There was a lot of mobilization around it. You know, we, we made an event out of it. You know, and that's what you need to do with Bafana. Um, you, you look at other tournaments. You look at MDC, for example. You know, there's a lot of work that goes in there. You know, yeah. people are on the ground making sure that don't take people for granted. Yeah. Coca-Cola, a very iconic brand. Why do they advertise? Why do they market? Why are they having influencers? It's because they know you can't think because it's an iconic brand, you just let it and it will it will work. You know, in this world, people have got so much things happening around them that you need to constantly be in their face. Well, I was at the Nedbank Cup final last year. Uh, people thought nobody would attend that game between Free State Stars and Morrisbeck United in Cape Town. But there were over 20,000 people there. And I think part of the attraction was the fact that there was a proper concert there put together uh, by the people who organized the Cup final. Even Kaspar Vest was performing there at halftime. There was a proper stage. There was a proper fan park before the game. And there was so much that you could do. You could get there three hours before the game. And there was so much that you could do. And I do believe that it did help attract a lot of fans because 
because usually Free State Stars and a Marispec United game will not attract so many fans. So now we're talking about marketing now. So you're basically saying that it's a big part of getting people to the stadium. It is. Uh, let me let me just use. So next year, we've got elections in the country. Yeah. Right. There's no date yet, but every party has already started mobilizing. Everybody is already starting talking about about the elections. So the fans are also hearing all this message, all this noise. Election, election time. Election exactly. Twenty nineteen. So, so 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 now why don't we have the same approach in terms of mobilization, in terms of keep activating. We need to engage with our fans. We need to do roadshows for our fans. I'm lucky that our agency has been able to, to work in football for such a long time that we know what needs to happen, you know, to be on the ground, uh, to run those roadshows, to have former players that come and talk about football, engage with the fans, you know, even sometimes appeal to the fans to say, you know, without you at the stadium, we don't feel as if we're representing the country. You know, and fans, that turns fans around. You know, uh, you, 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 you've just engaged, and I remember you, you, you spoke to the guys when we had those uh, legends for MTN8. Yes. Those guys were going into the communities into the, every day, every morning, like from 7 in the morning after breakfast until 7 at night, they're engaging. They're in radio shows, they're on road shows, they go to schools, they go everywhere to make sure that people know about the game. Not the issue that's happening nowadays is that because you've got a team, mm -hmm. you set up a press conference, you invite the, coach, Luyolo. the coach speaks, there's sound bites, we think we've done our work about the game. We haven't done our work about the game. Not at all. You know, we, we, we probably, it's the hardcore fans that then will know about the game. But you must remember, for a national team, it's not just the hardcore fans that go to the national team games. Yeah. It's generalists. It's people who are generally interested in sport. And it's also people who are generally interested in South Africa as a country. So those people are not going to be the one listening to a clip after a press conference. Those are the people that you need to be talking to and communicating to, to say the game is happening at this time, uh, at this date, at this venue. That's, that's what's important. For those who've just joined us, we are just discussing a situation where, well, what we saw on Saturday where there was basically nobody to watch Bafana Bafana record their biggest win in a competitive match against the Seychelles. Uh, there were about 5,000 people at the FNB Stadium. It's a 90,000 seater. So you can imagine if you didn't see the game, how empty that will look on a TV. And we're trying to find the reasons because it's not the first game. It's not the first time. It seems to be a pattern now that people are just not attending games. And we're trying to understand why is it, and especially regarding our national team, because I mentioned that I was in Durban for the Libya qualifier and there were also not a lot of people there. And we are talking to Stuart Marcella, Managing Director at EXP, sponsor and marketing agency uh, he's been involved in football a lot and they've got a lot of football sponsorships so we just want to understand what are the uh, contributing factors here to these empty uh, stadiums and i'll go to the let's have the conversation 0891 okay before we move on Stuart, let's go to the line soli has called us from leondale soli good evening what's your comment Comment number one is that after speaking to him, we need to get the, the SAFA official also to give us their version. Uh, what do they think is the cause of the people not going to the stadium? Because of 
I think that, as your guests have alluded, that they are partly responsible for that. Mm. Uh, the, uh, 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 most of the, uh, actually, their age, for an example, for me, it is not inspiring. If you look at the National uh, Sporting Department, when you had Mbalula, everybody knew who was the sport minister, but if you remove that image and then you put somebody else, then people forget about it. I think we knew we need new blood in the leadership, and then, um, and yeah, I think basically that's what I wanted to say, and that is why. I don't go to the stadium. It is because of it is very cumbersome for me to get to the stadium, as we have explained. Uh, I think they need to simplify it. Before you get to the stadium, you are very tired. And also the violence. The more you see violence in the stadium, the more, uh, 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 what you call it, repels us to, to go to the stadium. Thanks, Soli. And before you go, we did invite Safa uh, to come and give their side of the story to find out maybe what the challenges are. They declined our request for an interview. We then asked them uh, to put us through to their marketing department to find out if they can speak to us. And uh, they could also not confirm whether they've got a marketing department or not. But they did refer us to stadium management who will join the conversation. Uh, So I think I hope that answers part of your question. Sifudi in Randfontein, good evening to you. Evening, you guys. How are you? Fine, thanks. And you, Safudi? Um, say I'm okay. Essentials is not a powerhouse in terms of soccer in the continent. Mm. Why don't you take that game to Orlando Stadium? Okay, good point. Which can accommodate nearly 30,000. You know, complacency in Safa. Are these people really there for suckers? and soccer fans' interest. Are those people really having fire in that belly in terms of servicing and managing our soccer? I don't think so, even into you. But did you go to the stadium, Sifudi? No, I was working, unfortunately. Okay, okay, okay. I was, I was working, my man. But those chefs, they are tired. They've been there in that position for a long time. They've become complacent. Even marketing was not there. Evening to you, my man. Evening to you, Sifudi. Thank you for uh, calling us. And Mr. Berti Robla, MD at State and Management SA, will join us on the line shortly. But, Stuart, just from some of the points that were raised here, especially by Soli, whose responsibility is it then to market this game? Because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Safa directed us to stadium management when we wanted to find out more about what kind of work was done before the game. Tabiso, you cannot take your brand and give it to someone else to manage it for you it is ultimately the responsibility of the south african football association to market their game it is their responsibility to look after their brand stadium management be it via orlando stadium fnb stadium they are just a platform giving you the space to be able to um uh, play your game so venue choice it's important so it's it, it makes you wonder now that who chose this venue you know, for this game. Because as people are saying, and people have been saying, some matches don't have to go to some stadiums. So Seychelles, as they say, is not a powerhouse. Mm. You know, you could have taken it to a, to a venue that's more conducive, that will pack the atmosphere. Because we sometimes we believe that when you watch games on the continent and you see full houses, you know, those stadiums are, are not as massive as, 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 as Soccer City. Yeah. The, the, they take up to 20,000 uh, 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 fans, and they've packed them to rafters from the morning, you know, 
and they create some entertainment for them. So, so venue choice is, 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 is important. But when it comes to marketing, I just need to, to be clear that marketing needs to sit with the rights holder. And in this instance, it's South African Football Association. They cannot delegate that role. So people are active on, on social media, yes. right? Let's just use Twitter as an example. So if you go back and look at Safa Twitter page, which happens to have over 300K followers, right? In the week leading up to the game, or two weeks leading up to the game, they only spoke about the venue once. That was it. On their Twitter followers where people engage, right? And the other times, it's only when there were press conferences and player training. Therefore, you're actually not marketing the game. You're just focusing on what's happening in the four lines. Yes, it's important. That's what people want to come and watch. But you need to, to talk to people. Think of the consumer on a consumer journey to say, what do you do? What do they need to know? So do, do they need to know how much a ticket price is to come to the game? Do they need to know uh, what time the game starts. They need to know what other form of entertainment is there. They need to know what kind of traffic flow will be there because people have complained about traffic all the time. All the time, right? Fifth, they need to know about the players. So imagine if they're taking the opportunity not only to do roadshows and stuff in, in Soweto with the players, but be there, go to Alexander and say, the community of Alexander, you haven't seen Lebohang Piri play in a long time. He's the boy from this hood. Why don't you come out in numbers to come and support your own boy? Let's come and have this conversation. But those things are not happening. See, that's, that's not the game. Mm. That's... that's actually talking to people and touching their heartstrings to say, we as people from Alexander, we're going to go out. This young boy left the country when he was 17 to go to, to Bromby. You know, he's also now playing in the French League. No one has seen him. A lot of people are saying, who is this Lebohamu Tiba? We don't know him. You know, yeah. he's a big boy, he scores. But that opportunity was missed if you only look at social media. So that's just one aspect of it. You know, now you go to Soweto all the time, so you go no, no, to Soweto go ahead, all the time go ahead, go ahead. and check. Was there any above-the-line campaign? Was there any billboards? No, there was no billboard. Was there any communication on the local radio station, Josie FM? No. Did the team, before going to Soccer City, engage with the people in Soweto? Mm. If you say Soweto is this huge township that needs... Did they go once to a CSI, go to a school, go to a couple of schools, go to a couple of malls, engage with people, appeal for people to come to the games? Let me use another example. Philip Poch. You remember Philip Poch? Yes, 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 yes. I was who there. Were the I people, was there. Who were the people who were driving Philip Poch? The athletes. Exactly. <laughs> the athletes. Exactly. You know, because that's what we are out there as football fans. I can't listen to and wait for Nicker and them told us Kasta to Philip Poch and Kasta. And we were and there. Also and also Everybody was working on, on, on that thing. So the stakeholders that are involved in the game needs to be brought in, you know. But you've never, you didn't hear, the, say, let's say, to Kune has got the biggest followers in the national yeah. team. and But leading up to the game, nowhere to be found. But these guys were trading seen. at Stain City, so far away from the people. And that was another concern that was raised on social media. Is that a just justifiable concern that the team was just too far from the people considering the fact that they were about to play in Soweto and they were trading at Stain City? So, so I think we've had a lot of conversation around that. I think they can train at Stain City. But what's important is they need to be seen in the community. Because... Four ways is just around the corner from Soweto. Four ways is just around the corner from Alexander. You know, take the team there. Make an effort to make sure that you take the team out to the people. 
you know, and and let them be with opinion makers. Let let them come to a, a community radio station mm. and appeal to the people and say we want we, we we appeal to you guys to come and come and watch us. You know, let's have a conversation about these these players themselves. So so this fill up fill up stuff that athletics did. It just shows you that if you put in your effort into marketing, not only on it's not only on social media and by administrators and marketers, but use the assets themselves and the assets are the players. Let the players come out and, and, and do some work. But the official SAFA account has blocked a lot of people on social media. People are not happy. Does that have repercussions? I think I think it just it just shows to a lack of understanding of what communication is all about. Communication mm. is when you are able to answer people honestly on stuff that you know. Stuff that you don't know, it's easy to say and be real to say, we don't know, we're looking into that, can we come back to you? You don't have to run away from people. You know, you, you can't block people when they ask you questions because actually they are, they are generally interested in you. And that's the consumer. And that's the other thing I wanted to talk about is that they need to know their consumer and they need to know that the consumer has changed. Your consumer is not the guy who, who only used to knock off at, at one o'clock, get into a bus and get to the game. People drive there to the stadium now, right? The flow yeah. is, not, is not right. People follow sport on social media, right? People are following sports on, 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 on broadcast. You know, you need to be there. You need to, to be hearing the pulse of what the people are saying. Listen to what people are saying and do what's right. Okay, if you've just joined us, we are talking to Stuart Marcella, MD at EXP, Sponsorship and Marketing Agency, just to try to find out what are the factors that are leading to people not going to the stadium. Uh, I see that a lot of people calling us on 0891-104-207. I'm coming to you, Silo, and I'll come to you, Patrick. But after this break, we're going to be joined by Mr. Berti Robla from Stadium Management South Africa. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. And Mr. Berthe Robler joins us on the line. Mr. Robler, good evening. Thank you for joining us on SAFM, sir. Thank you. I told you, I told you when we were on a TV show that you get blamed for everything and you're, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> you're about to get blamed for this one also. But I know you guys try to promote the game. There's a lot that you did. Uh, what was your role in this game, as, in this match as far as marketing is concerned? And is it your role to market this game to the people? So the, um, it's the event organizer's primary role and this event belonged to Sulfur. But um, as always, Stadium management will join forces with with our clients and um, contribute towards the the marketing of an event. And we did in a similar way. We we approached this this feature of Bafana the, 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 over the weekend. So we we tap into the marketing plan of the client. Um, we normally request to be provided with their marketing material, and then in terms of our own um, social media networks and with our marketing team, we, we promote the fixtures and we did it in this in this um, instance as well. So did you get a marketing plan from your client? And what was it? No, um, we, we get the marketing material. So there's yep. certain pam- pamphlets that they produced and um, their social media um, mock-ups. It was provided to S-Factor, our, 
our marketing team and um, we promoted the match on, on our marketing networks and social media networks. So just to be clear, you just basically providing support, your support structure uh, to, to your support structure, basically. Yes, and we, we, we join we join forces and take hands with the client. Um, obviously, over the, the weekend, it was important um, for Bafana Bafana to qualify, and it was a step closer um, to qualification. So um, it was a much-needed win. Um, and we joined forces with, with Safa as our client to, to get down some seats. I know you even gave out specials on tickets and to try to get people to the game. What were you offering for this game? No, um, I, I think one what should take into consideration um, the following as well. There was um, 13,198 tickets taken up. Um, eventually, there was just close to 7,000 uh, people um, that went through the gates. Um, the, there was a massive storm um, just prior to the game. And I, I really believe that had a huge influence on the attendance numbers over the weekend. Um, and then um, another factor that definitely played a role, and we, we anticipated that, you know, that the derby is coming up on the 27th of October, and then there's the, the Nigeria game, um, on the 17th of November, and um, uh, our market research showed that the uh, spectators would rather, in this time of recession, um, pick the games they would, would attend, would like to attend. And um, obviously, the derby is uh, high on the priority list for the for the soccer lover, and um, you can see that in the in the numbers of tickets sold for the derby today already. So when you say um, there were thirteen over 13,000 tickets taken up, were they sold? Were they bought? Well, um, that you'll need to determine from, uh, from South because I, I only get, get the numbers that there was um, 13,000, well, nearly 14,000 tickets taken up. Obviously, there would be complementaries amongst it, sure. the number, but um, I can't tell you the, the exact number of complementaries now. And how did the game end up at FNB? Did you have to bid for it? No, no. Um, that's another factor. This game was initially set to to be played um, at the coast, but due to um, constraints with the um, airlines and flights, remember, um, Bafana had to get in a flight to Seychelles again. Yes. The game was moved to um, um, to the Eiffel, so it wasn't initially scheduled to be to take place in the Eiffel. Mm. So, so then, um, would you say that you were disappointed by the turnout on Saturday, or you understand because, like you said, there's the weather, there's the derby coming up, and there's the Nigeria game? Yeah, well, um, I would prior to the game, I thought we there would be between twelve to fifteen thousand people. Um, that was my assumption of, but we anticipated that it it would not be a large number um, due to the factors that I've already alluded to. And um, you must remember, so far, um, reduced the tickets and they pre- in effect, if you if you take into account the combo deal, the ticket for, if you take, if you've taken up a ticket for Nigeria and for the Seychelles game, the Seychelles ticket will have cost you in effect um, 10 rounds a ticket. But um, again, there's, there's reasons for that and I, I we must remember we're in a recession, and you see attendance numbers declining 
all over South Africa with with the rugby matches over the weekend as well. There's there's very few spectators attending um, matches at the moment. Yeah, but Loftus was full for the box against uh, the All Blacks, uh, uh, Mr. Hrobla. Uh, sorry, I missed you there. No, I was saying, but Loftus was full uh, for the box and the All Blacks. But no, fine. Yes? Granted. Granted, no, um, I think uh, we can draw that line um, after the Nigeria game. We can we can compare um, the two. I, I really believe that the Nigeria game will be uh, a far better attended um, a fixture for Bofana. And finally, as I said, I mean, I saw you guys, you really tried to promote the game as data management. We saw a lot of effort from your side. Yes. Did you feel that you had enough support from your partner, Safa? No, I won't say that. Um, they, and I can't say um, how uh, the extent of their marketing plan. Um, I only know what we did, but they they definitely played a role and they assisted. And as I say, we were partners in the in the marketing of the game. Okay, Mr. Krobler, thank you very much for always finding time uh, to speak to us on these matters. Thank you, Tabisa Kibo. Thank you, sir. We're going to go to the calls up next. Silo and Mukupan and Patrick in PE. I'm coming to you straight after the break. Call Tabiso now. 0891-104-207. Let's go straight to the line. Silo in Mukupane, thank you for holding on. What do you want to add to the conversation? Thanks, Tabiso. Look, I think um, Hobla, the last question you asked him, he, he was not honest. I mean, did Safa support him? He said he doesn't. Uh, I mean, that answer was rubbish. Look, um, he, he should say yes or no. That's mm-hmm. simple. Um, and then the, my, my issue is, look, the, 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 the other thing for Wafana Fana for not um, getting supporters, it is because they like consistency. They don't, um, uh, you know, it's like not um, up to scratch on, on that game. Okay. So don't want to go to the game. And then again, yes, yeah, they correct. What the football is doing? Look what Okay, uh, Silo, I'm, I'm losing you again, but I think I had a little bit of what you're saying there. They lack consistency, which is a, a good point that you're raising because I'm going to throw it back to Stuart because somebody also sent us an SMS here. If Liola can open the SMS lines here, uh, somebody saying that uh, the dub is always full, uh, but Bafana Bafana are not full. And the dub also lacks consistency. We're seeing a lot of goalless draws there at the dub. So why do people support the dub but not uh, Bafana Bafana if they are both inconsistent? But Stuart will answer that. Patrick in PE, thank you very much for holding on, sir. Good evening. Uh, hi, hi, Tavisu. <clears throat> I think for me, I think the, the point is that you can never compare the national team with the derby. So let's let's be fair because those teams play week in week out most mm-hmm. of the time. So the national team plays there and there. What it needs to be to be taken to consideration by by Safa, they need to sell their brand. I'll give a typical example that we have many national teams. We have the Springbok, we have the Proteas. But but again, they sell their brand to the relevant people that go to to those matches. And if they take that brand for granted, then 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 then, then the public will take it for granted, even though they are the public love football. And I think your your, your guest made a very uh, uh, example studies about Coca Cola in Castle Lager. Yeah. Those brands are known. We grew up. They are there, but they will always spend many many money marketing those brands, even though they know that they are known. That's where the, the part. And again, the venue tabis. I mean, <laughs> we can never flood Joburg who has other activities 
weekly week out where we have other uh, uh, provinces like PE, like Cape Town, where the game can be taken to so that there can be numbers of people that are say, we want to watch the game because we are hungry for that game. Yeah, and I remember when Bafana played in East London, was it last year or the year before? It was really full in East London. Yes. Sister Tugasha when Bafana Bafana played there. Exactly, and let's go to the sponsor, Tabiso. You see, once you start to to always look for SAPC to sponsor, that's when you know that you can't sell your brand elsewhere. There should be influx of people knocking on your door saying, we want to be part of this brand, which means the brand has lost its value and is diminishing on daily basis. Okay, great call there from Patrick Stewart. Let's pick up from what's been said by the guests and by the callers. Firstly, a lot's been raised about the venue, Jobek, uh, that uh, these matches should not come to Jobek. Mr. Krobler has already said that there was a fear that they don't want to play a team from the Seychelles in the coast. Uh, so that's why they came to Jobek. Uh, what do you make of that? And then if they came to Jobek, why did they go to F&B? Yeah, so, so I, I think... The, then the real reason has come out from someone who was part of the planning. But if that was the reason that you needed to make sure that the team is one one travel from from the coast to come to to Joburg a day after the game and then and then fly out to Seychelles, you could have taken the game to Maholong. We've watched four games out of Maholong nowadays. Highlands Park playing Black Leopards, Full House. Full House. Highlands Park playing Kaiser Chiefs, Full House. You know. Highlands Park played home, it's full house. So they could have thought differently. I spoke earlier about the venue choice. Mm-hmm. They need to think about proper the venue choice. <clears throat> but I want to hop on, on the issue around, people spoke about a marketing plan. Sure. You need to have a proper marketing plan. Pamphlets. No, it's not a marketing they plan. Pamphlets. No, no, no. <laughs> they Don't pamphlet. they work anymore? No, no they're, not, they're, not, they're not part of a marketing plan. Your marketing plan, at the core of your marketing plan, is your consumer. It's your fan. How do you know the fan? Do you know how they consume uh, your information? And are you talking to them in that in the same in the same voice? So another thing that's surprising to me for someone who always is following the team is that there was a package that if you buy Nigeria game, two games, you exactly. Did you know about it? No, it's it's surprising because <clears throat> then you already have bought a Nigeria ticket yeah. and you come and watch and watch the Seychelles game, you know. So. In a 90,000-seater stadium, to think you've got 13,000 people, you actually haven't done anything. Hmm. Nothing, nothing. But the 13,000 people at Makulong Stadium in Tembisa would have been much better. How big an issue is the opposition, the, the type of opposition that Bafana were facing, the Seychelles? Look, that plays a role. And, and we, shouldn't, we shouldn't fool ourselves by saying uh, that and the team performance. Those two things are important. That's why earlier on I started speaking about Bafana being an iconic brand. Mm-hmm. That's why I sp- spoke about what's their point of difference. Because Bafana cannot be seen in the same light as our local clubs. Okay. They, they, they're a different brand and they need to be viewed differently because their attraction, they attract general sport, sports fans and general people who love their, their country. And those are much bigger than your numbers of people who support teams. Let me squeeze in KGM in Cape Town. Quickly, KGM, thank you for calling us. What's your comment? Good evening, gentlemen, and good evening to the listeners. Look, a quick one. I think mostly the reason why many things don't really work in this country is because we haven't moved one inch from how things were done in the past. Look, the peoples of Gauteng, the peoples of the Western Cape, Cape Town in particular, Durban, and to some extent, PE and East London, 
the, ma- the main cities and metropolis, they have this notion that South Africa is only in their area. Even the planning, this cut and paste notion that it will only, if it works in Gauteng, then it will work everywhere. It's completely a fallacy. Now, have, have you ever thought of what could happen if you were to take Bafana Bafana to Kimberley, for instance? If you were to take Bafana Bafana to, to Mpumalanga, for instance, where, yeah. where, uh, or Limpopo, where, where you don't have this notion of, obviously, in Gauteng, therefore it means, Soka, as Tebo used to say, in many aspects, it doesn't have therefore. And unfortunately, the people behind it, they think Soka has therefore. Okay, great call there, KGM in Cape Town. Stu, let's touch on two quick points quickly. Can people identify with the Bafana brand? Unfortunately, people are, people are not. You know, Bafana is playing in the new jersey. Since its launch, have you ever seen people talking about the jersey again to say, this is the national team jersey, let's do something about it? Nothing. So so that's the, the, the other thing that can keep the brand going for a long time. So when you manage a brand and you have a marketing plan, you don't want to talk about posters because your marketing plan takes into consideration the rest of the year. What are you going to do when the team is not playing? So that you keep the interest of the, of the, of the society with the team. You know, so, th- so that's, that's, that's what's important. Access to the team. We touched a little bit earlier about it, yeah. but it's important, you know, because people identify with the players. So if I rattle out a list of players, you can almost see games that Bafana has played. If I say Shoes, if I say Tinkler, if I say Mkelele, immediately you start seeing the 96 team. You see how they were part of, of, of the community. Yeah. If I say Benny, you know, if I say those guys... Benny's in the 18 area. Exactly. That comes you to start mind. thinking of 98, you know, and, and, and how he's played in, in, in the team. So it's important that these key stakeholders, who are the players, are taken into consideration. And when I'm talking about know your consumer, your consumer who wants to watch a football game is not the same guy who wants to go into the suites. And we... We make a mistake by saying we need to find a stadium with suites, oh. facilities, so that, you know... Mm, of course, we can go there. suits can but, be in the but suites. that's not that. You know, the people that watch and are hungry for the game, why is Toyando always full without the suites? Yeah. Last one quickly because of time. Why does the derby then get more people than Bafana Bafana if the football on both France is not that great? And it's a common question that's coming through here. But, but it's simple, Tabis. The derby... Ticket sales, when do they open? When did they open? They've been open a long time ago, right? And teams themselves are talking about the derby. Yeah. The media is even talking the media, about even, Exactly, yeah. the media is talking about the derby. So there's a build-up because a derby is seen as an occasion. So Bafana games need to be seen as occasions as well, you know? And we need to get out of this whole thing of comparing Bafana with the derby, as I said. Bafana is much bigger, guys. It's supposed to be much bigger. It's supposed to be in this iconic brand that South Africans identify with. You know, and that, that South Africans know that whatever happens, those guys goes in there and wants to die with their boots for the team. And that's, that's the point of differentiation. And until Safa understands that point of difference, then people will still see Bafana as one of the other 16 PSL teams. Okay, great. And I'll end with this SMS here. I'm not sure who it is. I I think your name is Thanks because you say thanks at the end. But Thanks says, Bloemfontein is in the middle of South Africa. It's full of soccer lovers. Most people were at Makufe this past weekend. The whole of South Africa was already there. 
So Bafana should have played in Bloemfontein, according to Thanks, because of Makufe. <laughs> okay, nice one there. And also somebody says, um, where's that other comment? It is because we know that they won't win. They don't play exciting football. Look at the rugby team when they were losing most of their matches and not playing exciting brand of rugby. Audience numbers have uh, dropped. And thank you very much to everybody who's joined the conversation on social media. And Dileka, I can see you. You've also been um, commenting here. And Lee Zikilani, thank you very much for joining the conversation on social media we'll have you also to come and give your expert views here on the show very soon but Stuart thank you very much for joining us I think we've picked up a lot from what you've said and most importantly the people in the suits in the suites I hope they also they were also listening and picked up a lot from what you're saying thank you Tabisa thank you that's our time thank you to Luyolo and Baba Lord. there'll be more sport in the morning and Tebu Khadeb of course on social media he's waving at me I almost forgot his name there and uh, <laughs> will be more sport in uh, Stephen Cortes on sunrise with Stephen Cortes between 6 and 9 with Zai Khan up next is Mr. Ashraf Gada with The Viewpoint but firstly let's go to news